Hello, my fellow terrestrials. Coming to you from an RV deep in the Carolina mountains, welcome to the What If They're Wrong podcast, the podcast that wants you to question everything. Your reality is about to be shattered. Hello, my fellow Earthlings. Welcome to the What If They're Wrong podcast. This will be episode number two. It will be a two-parter, and we will go on and start with the first part, which is the Goddard Tunnel opening. Now, this opening ceremony has been talked about a lot in conspiracy circles about being a satanic, demonic, ritualistic event. And this tunnel is a tunnel that goes through the Alps in Switzerland, and it is the longest underground tunnel, and it lets you pass through the Alps pretty much from Switzerland all the way down to Italy with little issue. And when they opened this tunnel, they did this strange ceremony, and it was a long ceremony, And there's a lot of weird symbolism, a lot of weird occult type stuff. And we'll go over some of that right now. So the ceremony starts off and it is a bunch of workers, looks like uh, mine workers. And they are walking in lockstep, very slow, methodical steps. And they almost look like they're in a trance and they're not in control of their functions. So that's really weird right out of the gate. And then you get to some more weird stuff. There's a um, rail cart that comes out and it has a bunch of people in their tidy whities men and women. And they're acting very sexual in nature. And there is a person dressed up with feathered wings and a weird mascot type. Looks like a creepy baby's head on top and they're flocking around later this creepy bird baby type creature flies around with you know bungee cords and whatnot and it's just a very strange thing to see I highly recommend you go watch the opening ceremony and see for yourself and tell me that that opening ceremony does not give you kind of the creeps make you feel uneasy It's not something that you can watch lightly because the music and the weird stuff going on just really puts you at an uneasy mood. And then you have this guy who's singing to the tunnel in some weird yodeling, I guess. And next you have this cart come out. If you fast forward a little bit, it has this like goat man on it, a guy dressed in a goat suit or whatever. Now, the goat man is known as Baphomet. It's a creature that is associated with the devil and Satan. And it has, you know, the goat body, but human features. And so you have this goat man and he's going around. He's being very sexual. And a lot of people in the ceremony being very sexual. And eventually this goat man impregnates a woman. And then 
There's just a bunch of weird stuff that goes on. There's these, I don't know what they are, like people dressed in robes and stuff with carrying upside down trees. And these people carry the trees and they bring all this stuff to this goat man, kind of like a offering. And you just see people acting really crazy and wild. There's this lady who is in a red dress or red cape. And, you know, a lot of people talk about for the Christians and revelations, you have this lady in red and the whole ceremony is just, it does not match a what you would expect from a tunnel opening. And then you have this huge screen. So they start inside and then they head outside and there's this huge screen and it's playing different things on it. But then at some point, it looks like a portal is on the screen, and it's spinning around, and there's like hands that start spinning around and interlocking. And then it's almost like they're opening a portal, like what we talked about last week with CERN. And it's just very strange that they would do that. And then if you fast forward a little bit later in the ceremony, the screen shows a clock and the clock is like spinning and it just keeps spinning and people are acting crazy. And we talked about in the last episode that CERN could be altering time. And here you have the opening ceremony for this tunnel, the Goddard Tunnel, and it's showing a huge clock that's spinning um, out of control. So it's just very interesting, and a lot of people tie the opening ceremony to CERN and say that they are in cahoots, and it's just, go watch the opening ceremony. It is very creepy, and it's very, makes you feel uneasy um, to describe it. So that's the first part of this video. I just wanted to cover the Goddard Tunnel opening, since I didn't in the last episode. And we will talk in the second part about the Denver airport conspiracy and all the weird stuff going on there. So we'll talk about that right now. The Denver airport has been the topic of conspiracies for quite some time. There's a lot of strange things surrounding the airport and a lot of fixtures and other things that make people question what is really going on with the Denver airport. So the Denver airport opened in 1995 and it was 16 months behind schedule and it cost $2 billion more than what was budgeted as well as costing a grand total of $4.8 billion. There is a lot of speculation about why would this airport cost so much. Well, there are underground baggage systems and a underground bunker system that has never been used. The baggage system has never been used. They thought it was going to work, but I guess it didn't work. But if you're spending billions of dollars on this airport, and then you're just going to abandon the quote-unquote baggage system that they have there and not use it, which I think is kind of ridiculous, and I don't buy it. And the fact that there is underground bunker rooms and stuff down there. What else could be down there underneath? I mean, you're talking $2 billion over what the budget was. That's not a small amount. And a lot of people speculate that there are, you know, some types of facilities down there. 
maybe it's another Area 51 type of place, or maybe it's just a fallout shelter for any future cataclysmic event so that the elites can have a place to go at the Denver International Airport. Now, outside the airport, there is a huge statue of a horse, and it's blue, and it has red glowing eyes, and the eyes seem to glow at any time of the day or night. And a lot of people have said that they feel like the eyes follow them as they drive in and drive out. And there is some strange things going on with this blue horse, and it has been renamed by the locals as Blucifer. And it just looks pretty evil, honestly. And the artist, Luis Jimenez, he, in 2006, prior to the statue's completion, he was working on the statue and the head fell off. And it cut his leg, severed an artery, and he died. So you have this demonic-looking horse and creepy-looking horse, and it kills the creator of it. So the artist who built it ended up dying from the head falling off and severing an artery and killing him in 2006. Very strange. Is it a coincidence or is there something else going on there? I don't know, but it just seems kind of odd. You always hear stories about things like the mummy's curse on tombs where like people unearth tombs and stuff and end up dying. And I'm sure I'll cover that in future episodes but this horse very evil looking killed its creator kind of a strange story and then you have a time capsule and this time capsule was placed there saying not to open until 2092 what's the significance of 2092 a lot of people wonder why such a random date but 2092 is when it's supposed to be opened And it holds a bunch of different things from the local culture, has um, some coins, a game day ball from Coors Field, I guess the mayor's sneakers, and Black Hawk casino tokens are in there. And a lot of people speculate that 2092 might be the end of our world or our civilization, and that's why it was chosen. I don't know, that might be a stretch, but it is an odd uh, random date. Also, there is a stone on the floor by the entrance of the airport, and it has a Masonic symbol on it, you know, the compass and all that. So the Masonic symbol is on there. It has a couple other writings on there. And it also has the New World Airport Commission as the people who made it. Well, the problem here is the New World Airport Commission does not exist. Now, some people say that they were planning it and it just didn't come through. But a lot of people also say New World Order, New World Airport Commission. Kind of a funny coincidence. So you have this stone by the entrance that has this Freemasonic symbol on it, and it also has the New World Airport Commission, but that commission does not exist. You can look it up. It's not a real thing. So it's just kind of weird that it's on a stone that's permanently placed at the airport, and you can see it. Anyone who travels there can go look at it. 
Also, there is a sign that says, or I think it's on a stone, says AU and AG. And the obvious thing would be gold and silver because those are the markings for that. But a lot of people speculate that it's actually Australia antigen. It's a toxic gas. And some people speculate that this toxic gas is going to be used to end the world as we know it and usher in this new world order. So it's interesting that you have the stone and this AU and AG, the toxic gas. And that also leads to the murals, the paintings that are on the walls and some of the wings of the airport. And there's a lot of strange stuff going on with these paintings on the walls. And you can go online and look at these paintings and you'll see for yourself. But it looks like it's a type of apocalyptic scene where people are crying. There's like dead people, dead babies. And there's this big figure who looks like a Nazi soldier. And he's holding a machine gun and a sword. And some people speculate that this is just showing that they're going to put an end to this world and usher in this new world order. And this figure is representing the army of the new world order. And it's just, why are these paintings in an airport? It just doesn't make any sense. If you look at them, you see dead animals, people crying, bunch of fire. It just doesn't seem like something you would put in an airport. It's very strange, very unsettling to look at, and it just creates a lot of speculation, a lot of conspiracy around it, with them blatantly showing their plans up front, and then you have these murals that just depict the end of times, basically. Yeah, it's just very strange that you have all these paintings that are really out of place. And then you also have these gargoyles. Now there's gargoyles by the baggage claim areas and not sure about other places, but you would think that they're just harmless or whatever, but there's also, why are they there? They look kind of devious. They're hopping out of people's luggage and stuff like that. It's just strange that you have these gargoyles on the walls. Like, the whole aesthetic of this airport, it just doesn't make sense. Like, why did they choose these options? Why did they choose this satanic-looking horse? Why did they put these murals on the walls? Why did they put a Masonic stone out front? Very odd and makes you scratch your head. Now, people claim that if you take an aerial shot of the airport that you will see that the runways are laid out like a swastika like the nazi swastika and this could be just the way that they build them for efficiency of taking off and landing but it just seems kind of strange when added to the murals on the wall and all this other stuff that the runways would be shaped like a swastika. It's just kind of odd. Something to throw in. And then also in 2007, there was a report of multiple airplanes having their windshields cracked. And they had no explanation for this. 
They don't know what caused this. And you would think that planes would have reinforced windshields because, you know, you're flying in the air. There's chance of thunderstorms, high winds, stuff like that. So in 2007, to have multiple planes with the windshields get cracked at the airport is just kind of strange. I couldn't find any connection to anything else that was going on at the time, but it's just very odd that this happened. There's also reports that people that work at the airport kind of know that there's something going on with this airport, and a lot of people who travel to and from or have been through this airport, there's a lot of people who just say it's kind of strange, kind of creepy, And not even just people who are into conspiracies, but just normal people. It's just, is the Denver airport going to be a central hub if a new world order takes over? Is it a doomsday bunker in case that cataclysm or a cataclysm happens where all the elites and stuff can go and hide out? Does the murals show what is to come I don't know but it's very strange and you wouldn't think that an airport would have all this stuff because I don't think there's any other airport in the world that has quite as much stuff in it as this one as far as like something to make you scratch your head maybe there is you'll have to let me know but I just don't think there is so Denver Airport Definitely something that'll make your head scratch. And you should go online and take a look at the pictures of the things I'm talking about. Of course, there's a lot of debunkers out there, but I'll leave it up to you to decide what's going on with Denver and the International Airport there. So with that, we'll end this episode. Thank you for listening to episode two of the What If They're Wrong podcast. If you would like to get a hold of me, or be a guest on the show, just email me at whatifthearewrong at gmail.com and we can probably link up. And also, if you haven't already, go on Facebook and join the What If They're Wrong Facebook group. And I post a lot of stuff on there about conspiracies and I post my new shows up there so you'll know when a new show drops, if your phone doesn't alert you. And with that, I will leave you. Keep questioning everything.